Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I am your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us this morning on the broadcast as we continue uh, going through the book of Ephesians and uh, this morning here in chapter one again. And we've been looking at chapter one and last uh, few episodes, we've been talking about um, our family in Christ and what our actions towards that family, what our attitude towards that family in Christ should be. And this morning, though, um, we're going to pick up a new topic as we continue through chapter one and uh, really all the way down to the rest of the end of the chapter. And, and I want to talk about um, this subject, the exaltation of Christ in the believer's life the exaltation of Christ in the believer's life. And and there's two things I want to point out here, but let's go ahead. We'll pick up reading Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verse 15. The Bible says, Wherefore I also, after I had heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not uh, to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. For above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And this morning again, I want to talk to you about the exaltation of Christ in the believer's life. And, you know, as you think about this world, there's two things that a lot of people in this world live for. They live for power and they live for position. They live for power and they live for position. You know, I, I want us to look at those two things this morning a little differently, though. Um, first of all, I want us to see the power of Christ in the life of the believer. In verse Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 19, it says, And what is the exceeding, I love the wording here, listen to what the Bible says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he was raised from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Think about this. The same power that raised Christ from the dead and overcame all sin and all wickedness dwells inside of us as Christians. As a child of God, as a saved, born-again believer, the power of Christ lives inside of you. That same power that raised up Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. And, and I love what verse 19 says. It, it, it talks about his power. and How do you begin to describe the power of God? What, what do you say about such a powerful and mighty God, such an omnipotent God who has all power uh, in his hand? It says, what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Uh, and then it says this, towards us that believe, we have that exceeding greatness of his power towards us. And then the, the last part of that verse says, according to the working of his mighty power. Uh, I love it. How do you describe the power of God? And you think about his exceeding great power. You think about his mighty power. And yet that power of God is working inside 
of your life, Christian. That power of God is working inside of your situation, Christian. And what a tremendous thought and encouragement that is. And just, just let that sink in. The power of Christ, the power that raised up Christ from the dead, the power that defeated sin, the power that defeated the devil is working inside of you. Think about the vastness and immeasurability of God's power. It's seen in the creation of the world. And you look at how God spoke this universe into existence in six days. And you, you think of all the incredible things about this universe. And, uh, it, you know, I would encourage you to study science just for the sake of seeing what an incredible God we have. And when you learn how everything works and was put together, um, th think about the, the power that God has, the same power that parted the Red Sea, the same power that um, brought death over the, uh, 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 brought life over death and, and opened the grave up, the same power that breathed into mankind the breath of life, the same power that uh, caused the sun to stand still, and the same power that even in the Bible moved the sun backwards. The same power that um, brought deliverance to his people. What a what an incredible, powerful God we have. And yet it's that same power that he has towards us who believe. And it's that same power that's working inside of us. In fact, as you read Ephesians 1.19 that talks about this power inside of us that's working in us, it kind of puts Philippians 4.13 into perspective when uh, Paul wrote to the church there in Philippi in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And you see, when the power of Christ dwells in us, we have no excuses in the Christian life. And by the way, when you read, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me, then you have to realize that you can't tell God, I can't. You have to tell him, I won't. Because with God, you have the strength of Christ. You have all power inside of you. And so when God calls you to do something, Christian, realize it's not your strength. It's not your power. It's the power of God that works inside of you. And we can this morning, we can live a victorious Christian life, not because of who we are, but because of who dwells inside of us. We can have victory over sin. We can uh, win, win our nation to the Lord. We can reach this world with the gospel. We can uh, uh, be the husbands and, and wives we ought to be. We can be the parents that we ought to be. We can be the church members that we ought to be. Why? Because of the power that worketh in us. Not because of who we are, oh, but because of uh, the power of Christ working inside of us. And so we see, first of all, um, the power of Christ Christ in the life of the believer. But let me close with this thought this morning, and that is uh, the position of Christ in the life of the believers. We finish out chapter one, um, we see his power, but then I also want you to see his position. Um, verse 21 says this, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in the world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Christ is to be exalted above all things. It, it says far above principalities, far above power, above might, above dominions. You, you think about some of the, the biggest names in the world right now. Oh, but the name of Christ is is light years ahead of those names, light years above those names. He, he is the head of the church. And so um, the position that Christ is to have, what is the position that Christ is to have in your life and in my life? What position is he to have in our church? Think about it. Christ is to be exalted. 
He is to be above all things. And so let's make sure that in our life, let's make sure that in our church, Christ is exalted, not only in word, but also in deed. And so the position of Christ in the life of the believer, he is to be number one. He is to be exalted above all else. And in everything we do, if Christ is exalted, that means we're going to ask ourselves, what is the will of God before we do something? We're going to pray about it. We're going to say, Lord, would this bring honor and glory to you? Would this magnify the name of Christ? Oh, his position in our life. He's to be number one. He's to be exalted above all else. And so when it comes time to make a decision, we have to think, first of all, what would Christ want? What would bring honor and glory to the name of Christ? And so this morning, as we close out chapter one of Ephesians, we see um, the power and position, the power of Christ in the life of the believer. And then we saw the position that Christ is supposed to hold in the life of the believer. Let me ask you this morning, are you letting the power of Christ work in you to make you who he wants you to be? Are you yielded to him? Are you surrendered to him? And then the position of Christ, are you letting Christ have his position as number one? The Bible says, says uh, in Colossians that in all things he might have the preeminence. That means that in all things he might be first. He might be number one. His name is a name above all others. What place are you giving Christ in your life today? Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Father, thank you for the opportunity we have to open your word, to study it, to read it. Lord, I pray you'd help us to live it. Lord, we, 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 sure, uh, we sure need you to work in our lives. And Lord, I thank you that we don't have to live defeated. Lord, we don't have to live discouraged to know that the power of Christ, the same power that created this world, the same power that rose from the grave, that overcame death and sin, dwells inside of us and wants to do a work inside of us. I pray you'd help us, Lord, to live victorious through your strength today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening this morning.